Thanks for tuning in to the Move Mind podcast with me, your host, Harry Davis. This episode, a short little episode, hopefully a powerful one, is all about how to build your Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu game and hopefully will be the most applicable for white and blue belts. I'm only a purple belt myself, so I can't really comment further than that. But this is something that I have used and continue to use as a tool to refine and build out my jiu-jitsu game and it hopefully won't take too long to explain at all. I got this from Dave Camarillo. I believe he used to be the head jiu-jitsu instructor at American Kickboxing Academy in San Jose which I had the pleasure of visiting in 2008. He's a great jiu-jitsu mind, also pretty accomplished judoka from what I can remember. So I got this from him and it is very simple. Basic positions of jiu-jitsu, of which I believe there are about 12. Close guard, mount, bottom half guard, top half guard, back mount, turtle, etc. The basic positions. All you have to do is get a pen and paper, write out the titles of these basic positions, and you're going to come up with white belts. I recommend you come up with one, but blue belts. I reckon you recommend you come up with three attacking and defensive options for each of the positions. Okay. Now, hopefully you're going to use options that have been taught to you or under the advice of your professor, etc. techniques that work rather than just ones that you've invented. There's plenty of techniques out there to choose from. Perhaps you already know some that work for you and you're just going to populate this list. So let's take bottom mount as an example. And this is a good one because the beginning of your jiu-jitsu career is going to be spent learning escapes or at least should be. And you're going to continue to refine those escapes throughout your progression through jiu-jitsu. But bottom mount is a place you're going to get put a lot especially in your first year to two years in jiu-jitsu. So let's take bottom mount. Now bottom mount is pretty much a defensive position. So by definition, you're going to come up with one to three defensive options, escaping options from there. So one option might be from bottom mount, you're going to do the foot drag escape to bottom half guard. Another option might be you're going to do the foot drag style escape to closed guard takes a little bit more wriggling another option might be you're going to do a trap arm bridge and roll escape that takes you back through to your opponent's closed guard for example the trap and roll escape and so there you've got two or three defensive options from bottom mount and you're just going to write those down and then from top mount Mostly top mount is an attacking base position. So from top mount, you're going to write down one to three attacks that would suit your game or that you already have started to use with some success that, that you like. So a good one might be the classic armbar from mount. Or it could be an arm triangle choke, katakatami from mount. Or it could be a triangle from mount. And so you're going to write those down as your attacks. And you're just going to work your way through the list and just populate that list. Now, 
this, this will do two things. One, it will give you a pretty complete list by the time you're done, hopefully. Anywhere from 12 to 36 different techniques, ideas, options. And two, it's going to show you what you really know. And you can take this exercise, or don't know, you can take this exercise a stage further and you can go into each of those techniques and actually list out the key points before performing the technique with success. And that will really show you. A stage further still is go and then try and teach those techniques on your list to your training partner. Try and narrate them as you're drilling them. And you'll find pretty quickly if you, if you know what you're talking about or not. And that is pretty much it. And I've used this, I used this when I was a white belt. I've used this when I was a blue belt. And then I keep revisiting this list as I improve and understand more about jiu-jitsu and my game and my body and my attributes, anatomy, etc., etc. I keep returning to this idea and I find it just really useful. So give it a go. List out different options, attacking-based options for the attacking positions, defensive escape-based options for the defensive positions, and see what you can put together in terms of a list. Expand the list into teaching points, and then go and drill stuff on the list, perhaps on your next open mat day as a warm-up with your training buddy, and narrate those teaching points out loud or in your head as you perform those, those moves. And this list doesn't have to be set in stone. It's open to, to updating and being changed over time, and it will. But it's a really good way of having an overview of the complexity of jiu-jitsu into its more basic stages and basic positions in such a way that you can get a bit of a grasp of what you're trying to do at each of these positions when you're either put there against your will or you find yourself there because you're attacking. And that's that was part of your strategy all along. And I found that to be a real helpful way to start building out your game, simply because going to classes, if you just attend classes without any extra curricular input, whether it's private lessons or buying instructionals or training with other people outside of the class setting, it's going to take you a long time to get good. It's probably going to take you the better part of about two years at a frequency of two to three times a week, which is the average frequency of the hobbyist to actually get good, which I'm far too impatient for. I personally want to progress at a much quicker rate than that. I want to see progress almost in real time if I can. So that means going away and doing a bit of extra curricular effort on your part. And this is one of those ways that you can start to build your game and get an overview outside of the class setting. And by all means, if you get a chance to pick your professor's brain and you're not sure, I don't really have anything to escape from back control, then ask your professor if they could show you one day or bring into the class syllabus some back control escapes and start putting that into your game. Most professors are always open to answering questions and you'll be surprised even just by bringing up that topic how well received that will be and it will also show your coach that you're interested beyond just attending class and absorbing somewhat passively what's going on but you're actually keen on building out your game. So try this out, let me know if it works for you. It's worked for me very well and it's a process I keep doing 
credit to Dave Camarillo for coming up with that and see how you get on. Thanks for listening. Any questions, ping them over to at MoveMind and I'll catch you next time.